Welcome to Inside Out Health, Fitness, and Nutrition. I am April Van Lee, your host, and today is episode 11, a bonus episode talking about Joyful New Year in 2024. Let's get going. This podcast is for women that are tired of fitness being sold as a means to completeness. In my community, I will lead you in health spiritually in Jesus Christ, emotionally, and bringing in good stewardship with fitness and nutrition. I am an ISSA certified elite trainer with specializations in nutrition, exercise therapy, group exercise, personal training, and bodybuilding. I have lived a life with bondage to food addictions, um, eating disorders, all types of negative food cycles. But because of my relationship with Jesus Christ and healing and growth in Him, I am now living in my 40s a thriving, joyful, fit, and healthy life. I want to help you do the same in all aspects of health, spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical. Come join me in my community and allow me to hold your hand, teaching you and holding you accountable in these areas of your life to bring full circle health. Let's dive in. I'm so excited for today's podcast, guys. I want to talk today about our new year. Isaiah 43, 19 tells us that, Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So I want to talk about the things that we do to sabotage ourselves and just the little bite-sized chunks that we can take into 2024 to change things. I want to talk about, um, if you've listened to my past podcast, I don't say I make New Year's resolutions. I want a lifestyle. Resolutions are wonderful. The word resolute is a strong word. So I don't want to downplay that. But I think the way that, especially in American society and culture, the way we throw the word resolution around is much like we throw around the word love, which is very carelessly, and we um, don't hold on to it as we should. So that being said, I want to talk about lifestyle, because if we have a lifestyle, we typically hold on to that pretty tightly, whether it's negative or positive, or maybe a little bit riding the fence in between, which is not neither, which is not good as well, because when we're riding the fence, we've not made a firm foundation and decision for ourselves. So as the new year begins, I want you to reflect on the insanity of the things that you have done over and over, expecting a different outcome, the meaning of insanity, but yet the situation or thing has remained the same. So if you just need to pause this episode, even right here in the beginning, if you're taking notes or you need to start and you think, oh, maybe this is something I need to think about, I want you to think and make mental notes or jot down notes better yet to hold yourself accountable. What are the things in your life that you do over and over and over and nothing ever has a different outcome? Have you held tightly to your truth, yet your life has not does not have guarantees. We spoke about that in episode 10. I highly recommend you go back to episode 10. I think out of all my episodes, that one so far is my favorite. The second next to that would probably be episode nine. So if you don't listen to anything else from me, I would highly recommend episode nine and episode 10. Have you you continued, maybe if you're a parent, have you continued to parent the same? And maybe 
um, it's just not a positive parenting experience. I can own up to the fact that I have, after 26 years of parenting, I have one struggle that seems to, I just continue to fall back to over and over and over again, which is not a positive way of parenting. I have over the years gotten better and had better control in it, but sometimes when I just feel, I'm just going to give a confession. You know, it's not a good confession. It doesn't paint me in a good light, but there's no need to be fake. We all have our our downfalls. The thing I do when I feel like I do not have any, any other way to get through to my child and I've been gentle and I've been gentle and I've been, I will just blow up and yell to get their attention. And that is wrong. That is not okay of me. There's no justifying it. Um, it does get their attention, but it's not in a positive way. So that is something I'm over time getting better control of, but I need to nip it in the bud. Okay. So that's something I have to work on this year. And I am really honestly humiliated to even tell you that, but I'm not here to be a perfect, paint a perfect picture of myself for you. I'm here to grow with you. So um, is your parenting, is there something in your parenting that needs to change and grow? Can you learn from the mistakes that you've made? If you're not a parent yet, that's something to think about. You know, start thinking about the things that your parents did that you want to change, but also remember, you can say you'll never do something <laughs> until you've been there. Um, yeah, one of the things that cracks me up so much is people that don't have kids that judge people that do have kids. And they say, I would never do that. Or if I were a parent, my children would not. I'm like, mm, okay, you haven't had kids yet. So I want us to take that not just into parenting, but if you are naturally athletic and naturally healthy, and maybe there's someone who's not, don't judge that person. You don't know what has brought them there. If you are strong spiritually and someone else is not, there's probably been a time where you were not strong. If you were strong in the gym, there's been a time that you were not. There's a beginning for everyone. So I would like to encourage us to go into 2024 loving others and being there to pick each other up and propel each other forward, not tear each other down. Okay, so with regards to nutrition, have you done so much restrictive dieting? Like, ladies, we are so guilty of this, especially ladies probably in their 40s and up. Um, I'm not sure below that because I'm not below that. So, <laughs> but um, have you done so much restrictive dieting that crazy, insane 1,200 calories or below a day dieting only to find yourself in a cycle of lose, gain, lose, gain, or not even be able to lose at all? Well, that's because one, we have totally ruined our metabolisms, um, but this is likely to lead to negative relationships with food as well. Um, so that's not healthy. It could lead to starving oneself, to binging, purging, um, just crazy destructive patterns, um, maybe like really, really strict during a certain period of time, and then you go gung ho crazy, shoveling all you can, then back to strict. That's not a way to live. Do we choose to eat because it's our right, or do we, meaning we can just have whatever the heck we want, and we think, oh, well, I'm going to die one day anyway, and, and it won't matter, or do we weigh the consequences of health, or do we weigh the consequences of health from foods that are not, not even legitimate foods, because we have so many chemically induced, produced foods here in America, guys, so that's something to think about. <clears throat> So are you giving yourself your best quality of life or just saying, oh, I'm going to die one day. It's not going to matter. Um, you get to have a vital life now. I'm just going to say that. You get to have a vital life now, but it's up to you. 
you get to take care of your future um, so that you're also taking care of your future family. I actually have been talking so much about taking being healthy so that our family does not have as much to take care of for us or we can continue to be there with and for our family. And then I heard a lady on a podcast yesterday when I was walking the dog tell me that um, spoke just on exactly what I've been talking about. Why would we as women talk about being healthier so that we can take care of people and, and be servants? And I was like, oh, well, I do that, but that's my heart. I want to serve, and so I'm not going to apologize for that. If that's not your thing, that's not your thing. But I want to be here for my family, for my children. I want to be here for friends. I I love going and doing things, so I want to be here for this. So, you know, if somebody's on the other side of the fence of that, um, I'm not backing down because that's my heart, but you put in your plug there of your why, okay? Do you work out only to lose weight? When we're trying to lose weight, many women do excessive cardio. They push themselves to burn as many calories as possible, which can lead to a negative relationship with exercise. Also, in that you are also raising your cortisol levels because you're stressed out about it, which helps you hold on to fat. You're burning up muscle with excessive cardio, which also kills your metabolism. And muscle is also a huge, huge, go back to episode nine, a huge disease prevention tool within your body. So do you find here, I'm going to be preaching to the choir. I'm so, so, so guilty of this. And it's something I've really had to work on in healing um, in my own life. And I still find myself reverting back if I'm not careful. Do you find that you're hypercritical of yourself? Women assume that self-judgment will just motivate them to make wiser nutrition and fitness choices. And it might for a while. However, all of your self-degrading and the modes that you put yourself in with that, they drain you mentally and emotionally. That drains you physically. It brings negativity into your thoughts and everything you do in life. What we feed ourselves is what comes out. I'm so guilty of this. And moms, that is very detrimental to our children. I am also going to just say I am insanely, very shamedly guilty of that. Um, so... I'm just going to own my stuff to you today. It's like confessional day because I'm not perfect. I have not had it all together. And I don't want to appear that way. But I have walked into a place of healing. And I will continue to walk and grow stronger. I have not arrived. But guys, I have a good, good life. And I want to share that with you and help you to find that beautiful place as well. Um, on the note of what goes in will in fact come out. Take time now, if you need to in a moment, pause me. Take time to reflect on the different areas of your life and what you feed yourselves, what you allow others to feed you, and what you consume from the environment around you. Spiritually, what goes inside of you? What goes in your eyes and ears? Is it absolute truth and is it life-giving? Do you know the results of what you consume? What will be the final outcome of it? Not the here and now, but the here and now as well as the final outcome. Music. Does it drive you to things that bring negative consequences, dark thoughts? Um, is it life-giving and does it bring joy and ease? And does it help with anxiety or does it cause more anxiety and more looking at yourself in a negative light or what you don't have? Those are things to look at. The videos, the TV, the movies that we watch, the things that we scroll, the reels, 
Is it bringing your thought to pure and life-giving patterns and consequences? Or is it pushing you to act on things that will cost more than you want to pay? Your friend groups. Do they push you to truth and to be your best? Or they drag you, or do they drag you into the pit with them? The pit may not seem like a pit in the moment, but is it going to have negative consequences? Are you strong enough to be their leader if they are in a pit? If you're not strong enough to be their leader and you don't have accountability in leading so that they can't drag you down, should you even be there? Nutrition. Do you allow culture and the just the typical American way of life and addictions, comfort and what's always been to determine your health? Or do you take the time now to save the time of illness later? Do you take the time now to save money through food? There's ways to do that, guys. And, and that's something I have become better and better at over time. Do you realize the time and the money that you will save just by feeding yourself life-giving, renewing foods? Do you realize that even when we feed children and say, oh, they're just kids, it is affecting their future health. And a lot of times, all the, the chronic issues that we see in children now are because of the foods that they're eating. Even if we don't see it right away, or even if we just psh, it away. Um, maybe you say, I just don't like to work out. I just don't like it. It's just not my thing. And maybe sometimes you're just so tired after a day of sedentary work at the office. Because trust me, being sedentary really drains you. That's the truth. But what does it feel like to have diseases that strength training and simple walking, running, or swimming might help prevent? An hour, 30 minutes to an hour here a few times a week of something that you could learn to love or at least be disciplined to do in order to prevent what is most likely coming without it. If your answers to these questions did not lead to the scale tipping on one side of better overall health, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. If it tipped more to the negative side, please reach out for help. If it's not me, reach out to someone. We all have areas where we're weaker. We all have to find the areas that we need help in, self-included, and find a strong source to guide us and push us in that area. The tips I want to leave with you for 2024 for lifestyle changes. One of the best things that I did in 2023 and I did all 365 days, I'm excited to say, like, that is a huge win for me, guys. I've never done anything like this, but I'm going to be starting it again. It's called the Bible Recap. In the YouVersion Bible app on your phone, um, there is a plan when you go to Bible plans. It's one called the Bible Recap, and it takes you through the Bible in 365 days. There is also a podcast called the Bible Recap, which is beyond fabulous, because for people whose minds do struggle to stay focused, that would be me, this sums everything up and brings it to life so beautifully. And it makes it really, really attainable for people who struggle to focus. So um, the other beautiful thing about the Bible Recap is you can either listen to it or read it. And then, of course, the podcast you can listen to. And I think there is also a YouTube version, if you're visual, that you can watch it. Um, so I would highly, highly, highly encourage you, if you think the Bible's a bunch of hogwash, just listen to it. Just give it a try for a year. Commit to one year and just see what happens in your life. I mean, 
it's not going to ruin your life. So just give it a try. See what happens. What do you have to lose? Pick one area in your life that you consume through media that may be more negative and life-giving and unfollow that area. Here's another thing you could do. Choose for the month of January to not allow negative or impure musics and videos into your eyes and ears. This is kind of like what I just said. Pick one thing and do away with it, but choose maybe just for one month not to let anything negative into your eyes and ears. And then watch your anxiety go down. Watch your motivation and thoughts become more positive. In nutrition and fitness, if nutrition and fitness are overwhelming to you, get a coach. Have accountability and guidance. Don't settle for the typical American way of aging. Change that trajectory for your family and loved ones. Be the start to using wisdom and discipline over motivation and have a much more vital, thriving life. I challenge you to try each area in a bite-sized chunk and then grow with it. Don't try to tackle everything all at once in large quantities. Listen to the Bible recap instead of reading it if you don't like to read if that's more doable for you. If you like reading, read it if that's your thing. Listen to Inside Out Health, Fitness, and Nutrition podcast to renew your mind and find support and knowledge in all these areas. Find other podcasts to listen to that give life-giving messages. Be willing to grow. Find a community that will uphold you and grow with you and be accountable and be there for you in the hard times. Be willing to get off the insanity cycle Schedule God into your life and you will find chaos. If you make a schedule to get God into your life, you'll find chaos. But you schedule your life around time with God and you will find peace even in the storms. Now, never ever above God, but try to fit a healthy eating, try to fit healthy eating and workouts in and you will find that you have no time for them. Try to fit your workouts in, try to fit the healthy eating in and you're not going to have time for them. Okay, but be willing, um, but sorry about that, I got tongue tied, but schedule health and workouts in, schedule them, and then stick to that schedule and find a life with less time spent on doctors and time of, and less time on premature aging difficulties. I'm all kind of tongue tied, please forgive me. We can prevent so much wasted money and time by simple stewardship of relationship with Jesus and by our bodies. If you choose Inside Out Health, Fitness, and Nutrition for fitness and nutrition coaching, just know that you will have one-on-one bi-weekly coaching sessions with me on the phone. You will have personalized macros set for you and teaching you how to live this lifestyle, which simply means you'll just learn how much your body needs of protein, carbs, and fats. You will have your personalized workouts and how-to video instructions sent right to your email to have an easy access to anywhere, anytime folder. You will also be supporting through the payment of your coaching. You will also be supporting a precious pastor and children in Kenya. Pastor Daniel Madodo does not have normal missionary support as many do because he is a native of his village. And I'm probably going to butcher this, but Poji Rapiji it's in Kenya, okay? <laughs> it is there. I'm probably just butchering the name. He cares for vulnerable women, widows, and children. He is doing his best to help children get sponsored for education, which is 40 U.S. dollars a month. Each new client that onboards with me, 10%, 10% of their onboarding cost 
will go to Pastor Daniel and his village to help them in their educational pursuit and things with the vulnerable women. Not only are you gifting yourself and your family your better quality of life and better health, but also that of children in poverty. It's a double win. If you want to see more about Pastor Daniel and all the amazing things that he's doing for the Lord, you can find him on Facebook as Daniel Midodo, M-I-D-O-D-O. If you start today, you will start seeing results one day earlier than if you start tomorrow. Every day you put it off is a day that you move towards harder health issues. Every day you conquer and do the things that may be hard in the moment, you feel empowered, vibrant, better emotionally, and set a better quality of future. Not to mention, every day spent with Jesus is a day you grow stronger and more joyful. Every day that's sad, you still have someone there to comfort you. Every day that's a hard obstacle, you still have someone to go through that storm with you. So you won't lose. So I just want to say that I hope 2024 finds you full of joy. I pray that 2024 finds you living a more disciplined, over-motivated life, seeking out life with Jesus, seeking out health and nutrition for full-spectrum health, and I will have in the show notes a ways for you to, um, I apologize for all of my tongue-tiedness. I'm getting ready to have a house full of teenagers, so bear with me here <laughs> to bring in the new year. But uh, in the show notes, that's what I'm trying to say. In the show notes will be all the ways that you can reach me, reach out to me, and contact me if you want coaching, if you just want someone to pray for you, if you just need to spill your guts out and have someone pray for you, I'm here for that. Okay, I'm here for all of it. So in the show notes, you'll find everything. God bless you. And I want to wish you not just a happy 2024, but a joyful, abiding, thriving 2024. Here we go. God bless you.